0: Listening to the Deep Purple Podcast, a fan podcast about one of the most legendary bands of all time, Deep Purple. We take a look at the music, history, and people behind the band Deep Purple and beyond. Welcome to the Deep Purple Podcast, the first and only podcast devoted to one of the greatest bands in rock history, Deep Purple. Today's episode is episode number 245, the Deep Purple New Year Special 2023 into 2024, I suppose. And coming to you from the earthquake ravaged suburbs of Chicago, I'm your host, Nathan Beaudry.
1: And coming to you from the suburbs of Providence, I'm your co host, John Festive Luminary Matola. <laughs>
0: Fest- <laughs> I've always said that about you, and you're a festive luminary. What does that mean? I think it's appropriate for New Year's. (laughs) Where'd you get that one? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's (laughs) funny. Zoom, uh, you were doing earthquake, or not earthquake. You were doing a firework sounds, and Zoom (laughs) cut it out, so I just saw you going... (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, but you knew that I was doing yeah. fireworks <laughs> I knew because I was doing Either this. that or
0: jazz hands, I couldn't tell.
1: It was very <laughs> slow motion jazz hands. So <laughs> what what the hell what is up with the
0: earthquakes? I woke up this morning and I uh the, this uh group I follow, Illinois Storm Chasers, I think it's called, something like that. They uh they were like there was an earthquake in the middle of like like four o'clock in the morning here. Um like like mm. really close to here, like like a little west of Aurora, so mm-hmm. uh, where Wayne and Garth live. So <laughs> <we're> very uh, <laughs> is, that, is that awful? That's the first thing I thought of. It's like of course. <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> yeah, and if you if you actually go to Aurora, it looks nothing like um, it mm. does in the movie. Unfortunately, you don't I'm really sure. see any of Aurora in the actual uh, skits on Saturday Night Live, but in the uh, uh, in the movie, yeah, it looks nothing like that. Although Jen is from the same basic suburb of Toronto that. Mike Myers is from and she says it looks a lot like that <laughs> which is not surprising I think their mm. their version of Aurora is basically where Mike Myers grew up mm. uh, but yeah we had an a overqu- overnight earthquake definitely the closest earthquake I've ever been to and um, I slept like a baby it was very minor it was like whatever like 3.5 or something but
1: because <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a, somebody was gently rocking you and you're like haha oh, this oh, is wonderful so,
0: so, so I probably just thought the dog <laughs> jumped off the couch and landed on the floor Probably about the same amount of reverberations I would get from that. So So, uh, welcome, everybody, to our New Year special. Kind of a casual New Year special. Not expecting great listenership this week, as this episode will drop directly on uh, Christmas Day. And it will, uh, yeah, Christmas Day is on a Monday this year. So, um, And I did get a call just uh, the other day from the, the vet. So we were supposed to, as you know, schedule our dog to be spayed. And then she went into heat, and then we had to wait. And then... So they called and they're like, hey, we need to schedule your dog to get spayed. And I was like, okay, um, uh, when do you get available? They're like, oh, I have uh, Monday the 25th. I was like, you mean Christmas? (laughs) And they were like, oh, um, yeah, um, maybe not that day. (laughs) So, um, Merry Christmas, snip, snip. Yeah, well, Merry Christmas to me. I'm going to have to drive my freaking dog around to get to to a freaking vet to get get spayed. So, yeah, we're going to do it a few days later.
1: So you hear about when a dog goes goes into heat, how do you know when a dog
0: is like out of heat? Um, well, they stop bleeding. You never hear about that. <laughs> They stop what? They stop bleeding. <laughs> they, st- they stop. <laughs> I thought you said they
1: stop overheating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that's Which I true. Mean, same thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they stop. They you stop having to put them in a diaper, and I kept thinking, I guess it's supposed to last like you know a, a week or two, and and she went full four weeks, and every time I just kept going to like the, the the pet supply store up by us and getting more diapers, and then like I'd be like on the last diaper, I'm like son of a bitch, and I'd have to go back to the store. They're spending almost a hundred dollars in dog diapers. Freaking ridiculous! Thought I was done with diapers. <laughs> not quite yet. Yeah, not not yet at all. Um, but well
1: hey, soon though. Hopefully after, definitely after Christmas at some point.
0: Yeah, so we can do or say whatever we want in this episode because no one's gonna listen. It's between uh, <laughs> Christmas mm. and New Year's. Um, well, they'll, they'll hear it eventually. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll they'll catch up or maybe they'll say, "Ah, that's stupid." I'm gonna go with <laughs> first. <laughs> well, I think episode? it's that. that-
1: Weird, that weird few days past Christmas and before New Year's where time just stands still and you don't know what the hell to do with
0: yourself. Yep. Yep. Or or in our case, we just work more than normal. (laughs) True. We're just in a daze, so we don't know what day it is. It doesn't really matter what day it is. We just know (laughs) we're busy. Um, Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a few ways you can support our show if you want to um, want to do so. One is by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, two, you can buy some merch at our Etsy store. Uh, and three, you can become a patron on Patreon or on PayPal for as little as $1 a month. Help support the show. Put that money towards the new computer fund, which is officially specced and priced out. I got the whole spreadsheet made. Um, so, yeah, if you want to help us with that and help the studio computer, along as this one approaches the 10-year mark and it's kind of held together, with duct tape at this point. Um you can also support us on Cash App dollar sign $dppod or buy us a coffee on Kofi, Kofi on Coffee or Coffee on Kofi. Um help support the show. Um So yeah, um while we're on the subject of the wonderful people that do support our show, there's um a few people we have to thank in our first uh our first go around and one is at the In Memoriam tier the wonderful late Gerald, Jerry, Kelly, and family at the twenty-five-dollar uncommon mare. We have uncommon man tier. We have Ovis Nockfee and Purple Maniac at the fifteen squid tier. We have the wonderful Alan at the ten-dollar good doctor tier. We have Mike Catan. at the turn it up to $11 tier, Clay Wombacher, Frank Thielgard, mortensen Mickelstein, and Will Porter PHDPP. And at the $10, someone came tier, Ryan M, Jeff Bryce, Victor Campos, Better Call Saul Evans, and Peter from Illinois. And at the um what, what should I say, the, the we, we met the, the 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 minimum here at the Husewein by 2033 tier, we have Fielding Fowler. It's still a little long
1: <laughs> I, just, I just love how it's how <laughs> wherever you put my my voice like it's it's in a different place and it's kind of it's kind of not as out front and it's just it's just so funny. <laughs>
0: you put it in a different place every time
1: it's just like, like <laughs> a random generator to figure <laughs> out where it goes you know, but it's funny because people are just like if, if you looked at this from the outside looking and you just be like all right there's this dude here just like laughing at himself like every week <laughs> like yeah i mean it's stupid it's stupid it's funny
0: there's a there's a point i think when it, it you get just get used to it and you stop laughing at it like i remember when i when i listened to pot of thunder i listened to all like the season two episodes and then I caught up, and then I went backwards in time, so I started listening like leading up to when they were finishing up with Kiss and then going backwards, and it was really funny to hear it in... I don't know, for for whatever reason, I did it in that reverse order, so you'd hear like the the slight chuckles at some of the sound clips, and then the next episode would be a little bit more laughing, a little more laughing, and then they'd be cracking up, and then they'd be talking about it, and then the next episode, it wouldn't even exist at all, so you could see in reverse how the um the reaction to the clips goes and uh yeah what depending on how you're listening to it you're getting uh, either that or the real time reactions
1: you know um, it's funny because i i have um um i don't know why but i'm i i thought i i mean i didn't think i was the only one that did that but when i've gotten into like a new podcast before i've only done it with a couple of them uh, that being one of them. This is like you discover the newer episodes and while you're waiting for the next weeks, you catch up by listening to them in reverse. So it's almost like you're hearing the progression of like the the episode before the one that you just listened to, they maybe just came up with this bit yep. and, and you're, you're hearing that it kind of becoming new as you're going in reverse. And it's just, um I don't know, it's, it's an interesting, but it's almost like a um, uh, seems like a logical way to get into a new podcast rather than starting at the beginning and yeah. like trying to play catch up. I don't know why. Well, that's how
0: you like discovered TV shows when you were a kid. You you weren't watching episode number one and then watching them on. You you just tuned in and you, who knows? Like you didn't know, Like like watching the Brady Bunch as a kid. I didn't know which, I, I could tell like maybe they were a little older in this one or whatever, but... I had no idea of the chronology, and it didn't really matter because that wasn't like a. It wasn't like you were completely lost if you went into the middle of the Brady Munch. like what's going on? I mean, they tell you exact. They tell you everything you need to know in the theme song, um, and then you're true. you're pretty much and, and kind of a lot of shows that were that way. You know, Gilligan's Island. You could start season five, and you'd be like, okay, I get it. They're trapped on this island. they were <laughs> on a boat. Now they're on <laughs> an island. True. Um, it's true. So yeah, you 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 piece it together. It'd be interesting. Actually, it's actually more interesting to go back and watch a show like that in chronological order, like the way it would have come out. Cause it's like, Oh, I didn't realize this was like this episode. I think of this iconic episode was like the third episode ever, you know? Um, but anyway, um, for somebody out there, this is their first episode of our show. So apologies in advance. Um, all right. So we do have, uh, an Apple podcast review. um, This one came in. I checked right before the. This one came in just a few hours ago, Um, so I I checked right before the episode. And uh, here we go. Um, I don't know if there's any uh, chicanery going on here, but this one comes to us from Purple Chicky 100 in the USA. Five Mm. stars. Subject: Show is good. Review: Show is good. Son of a. (laughs) I'm I'm suspecting some chicanery. Um, Hmm. But the real question here is, is this our 100th review? (sighs) Hey-oh! It is. (laughs) It's about time. It's about time, but I I suspect (laughs) that maybe this was not done in the... uh, (laughs) <laughs> this is not done 100% ethically so <laughs> um, yep there you go that's our 100th review a, a terrible review after the wonderful <laughs> thought, thoughtful reviews we got <laughs> and I suspect it's from somebody um, that was on our last episode <laughs> oh damn it um, but I did promise to debut a new instrument when um, when we got our 100th review so behold the melodica so I don't know if you're familiar with the melodica. So it's like a little keyboard, and you blow into mm-hmm. it. So uh, here we go. Let's see if my uh, melodica practice has been paying off. I right, might have to move the microphone a little further away because it's it's really loud. <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> <Ooh>. See. <laughs> 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 It's like the the um the tube for it's all bent. Here we go. Yeah, this is better. Why is it not? It's blocked. <laughs> it's not working. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Oh, this thing is clogged. What is this? Is is this? Did you just get it? No, I've 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 been using it. Oh, maybe it's because I'm not pressing notes. Let's see. It's like, I don't know, Some some reason it's a little jammed, because like I'm well, blowing I like, like you... stuff's not coming out. All right. Well, there you go. There you go, everybody. Nate <laughs> Beaudry, melodica version of Burn. Yeah. Let's, I had more than that, but for I don't know. It's like, um, I don't know if it's like the tube is pinched or something. Oh, it's okay. Now, nah, I must have been holding it somewhere. Yeah. I yeah. I think you were holding it weird. Yeah. Let's try this. You get the idea, Um, everybody
1: out there. uh, Nate is um, (laughs) just so you know he's available to play your uh, bar mitzvah. If If you want someone to
0: very extremely shabbily play, burn a young deep purple fan. It sounds like something you hear at like a (laughs) bar mitzvah. Well, it sounds very like I think it's because of the wind. I don't and I don't know why it wasn't working this way because that's the way I've been doing it. Well, yeah. I mean, it was fine just a minute ago. Well luckily it's the same keys as the piano, so I already know this, but um I must have been covering up one of the air holes. <laughs> but it sounds like a like a accordion, like
1: Yeah.
0: But anyway. Enough hey of that. Hey Nate, your mensch, play boing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm only I'm only available to do brisses. <laughs> the cut runs uh. deep. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. Ooh.
1: And then and then followed by fire in the basement. <laughs> Ouch. It's the JLT era is The it's JLT is only. <laughs> it's the perfect soundtrack for your briss. You know instead if for gillen fans only for brisses only. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like Nate's new album and he's holding the melodica like <laughs> you've got a boil in the
0: background you've know, got a yarmulke on <laughs> hey it's the greatest <laughs> bris performance of all time hey. oh boy I have right, catered so, quite yeah, a few bar mitzvahs starting off the new year
1: right just uh, offending offending any Jewish listeners I've, 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 I've,
0: I've, um, I've catered <clears> a lot of br- uh, um not brisses no brisses. I've catered a lot of bar mitzvahs but I've never performed at one so that would be a real good I think I need to get my act together a little bit hmm Or find someone that's really desperate for entertainment. Okay, so um, we got some upcoming shows. uh, Just to let you know, I have four tickets in my possession digitally uh, for Glenn Hughes, live at the Okada in St. Charles, Illinois, the pickle capital of the world, Um, playing with Enough's Enough and Bad Marriage, which is uh, the guy from Tesla, Tom, Tom, how do you pronounce it? Like, you know what I'm talking about? You're like Tommy. You, you know, it's like I don't want to say his name is like Youch! <laughs> Every time I see it, I'm like, it's like I got well, my think,
1: finger caught in the drawer. Ouch! Te- Wait a minute. So it's uh uh Tesla the, the band. Yeah, isn't it? Fucking type in Tesla and cars come up. I'm surprised the guy Tesla didn't come up. Yeah, Nikolai. Uh let me see. Uh, let me see. Not not the singer Jeff Keith, right? No, the the guitar player, right? Um, not too familiar.
0: You know the uh, it's it's um, it's um, to- Tommy uh, Scouche. Not Frank Frank <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know how you say
0: it. Tommy Scouche. There's probably a um. I bet if I he's definitely. I bet I bet there's a a pronunciation key on his uh. I like Tesla actually. Yeah, no, they're pretty good. Look at, oh, look at this guy. Brian Wheat. Sounds healthy. <laughs> well, unless you're uh, gluten insensitive. Oh, then sounds like you're going to get Brian Chip Flour. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian Rice, uh, Brown Rice.
1: <laughs> brown Rice
0: Protein. It uh, doesn't um, seem to have a uh, 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 Wikipedia entry, which I'm to- Tommy.
1: Yeah, I don't know uh, much about the... Um, the Tesla. Well, I mean, I've I've heard Tesla, and they actually have some pretty strong material. I, I think I, um. I,
0: I, they were one of those bands around that time when I wasn't necessarily into the the hair bands as much, but they you know they were kind of lumped in with that because everybody just was as that was in a rock band. But they were was that then not they have like song and emotion that song and uh, uh, yeah, modern day cowboy. They have an, they have an album called Bust a Nut. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, let me guess. Uh, late 80, late eighties, early nineties? No, mid nineties, ninety four. Remember, it was wow. like it was like a a machine. It was like a like a a, a press or a hydraulic little lift. It's a Tesla on it. And there was a walnut in it, and it's just like crushing it. I think it's just so they can have like reasonable deniability. Like, oh no, but we didn't know that was a uh, phrase that meant that. No, we were just <laughs> <And> so- <laughs> uh, gonna bust this nut open for some healthy <laughs> natural oils. And Somewhere
1: David Coverdale is going,
0: damn it, another missed opportunity. <laughs> no, no, his would be busting a nut with like an a- a- apostrophe after the end, <laughs> like white snake busting a nut. <laughs> <laughs> but they, their album, their big one was the great radio controversy, and that had um, uh, was song and emotion on that one? No, it was on something else. If it was indeed even, was it the what? what up? It, no, so, it was the next album. Oh, yeah, yeah, Psychotic Supper. I never knew the name of that album, but I remember yes. the, the album cover, like the yellowish cover yeah. with the electric bolts coming out of it.
1: So, yeah, so there's, um, so I guess, so the guy that's going to be performing is Tommy Skiach. I think that's how Schiouch! you would say his name. <laughs> and, then you, and then you got, look at this other guy, Dave Rude. Rude? He's a rude dude. He's like ravishing Dave Rude. <laughs> 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 I've heard of I've heard of, um, some talk about uh, Frank Hannon, um, who I think was the other I think he was the other guitar player. Yeah, he's done I don't know what he's done some other stuff. I think he might have been like I you know he's done some other projects and been guests on some other podcasts that I um, that I've listened to. So he's the only one that I've heard of outside of Tesla within the past several years that I've heard anything of. But it's like I really don't know much about the guys or their projects or anything. But I always knew that they were one of the more I think kind of late eighties bands that uh, rock bands that kind of had more credibility because their music was actually pretty good.
0: Yeah. And they were like a strong, solid rock band. They remind me of like the, kind of like the black crow is just like a really good, like kind of bluesy, yeah, uh, bluesy band. I mean, not that their music's really much like them, but just kind of the the dynamic of the band. Um, but anyway, they're playing with Enough's Enough, Bad Marriage, which is uh, Tommy's new band. And um, uh, yeah, I, I already talked to Chip. He said if you're if you're coming in Chicago, he'll drive us to the show. So uh, we get a free <laughs> ride. Uh, just so you know. Uh. And then um, it just got announced, actually, I think yesterday, as of the time of recording this, but the Vi Satriani tour is coming to Chicago. Uh, Steve Vi and Satriani are going out on tour together. They did this, like, brief tour of just the West Coast, unfortunately, with um, Eric Johnson Mm -hmm. um, for the G3. And then they're going to come out here, and they're going to be here on the 18th. And I know Vi's, like I said, Vi's got a restaurant His brother, I'm Hmm. sorry, has a restaurant in our town, which is a really, really nice Italian place. Um, So I bet he would be hanging around the restaurant at some point. Uh, So that'd be really cool to go see them. And I mean, I'll definitely go see (laughs) them. I I don't know if you're down for one or two trips to Chicago in two months, but uh, there you have it.
1: Well, we'll uh, we'll see how that uh, works out. Um, actually, uh, Rich uh, texted me something that um, was of interest, which will be uh, next July around our neck of the woods. Is um, the uh, the Sammy Hagar twenty twenty four tour, the Best of All Worlds, featuring uh, Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, Satriani, and Jason Bonham. Oh wow! And he just uh, texted me that last night and was like, "Sounds interesting." And I was just like, uh, "With a special guest, Loverboy." Oh no kidding they're still around. Yeah, I guess oh, nice. I remember they had some good stuff too uh some kind of that uh really upbeat uh anth- anthemic type of stuff in the 80s but that's uh that's something you know for the next year that's
0: uh uh yeah, slightly purple related yeah for sure it's going down. Hey before we get into the meat of the episode here um one thing we should do and that is postcards from the edge of Connecticut Um, and uh, yeah this is actually just a little bit of a catch-up because um, on our last episode we had a Christmas card so I wanted to get that one done and um, yeah this one is just two cards that have been kind of hanging out in, in, in on my desk for a little bit so they're a little late as of the release of this episode this one um, right here, it's got some. Uh, what do you? What would you say on here? It's got some. It says Salem, the witch city, Salem, Mass. The witch city <laughs> is that really their their thing? Um, oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. So um, I didn't know that they had actually changed their name. Well, I know like uh, where I lived in New York, this town Sleepy Hollow was right over there. But they, ch- it was because the book, because the Ichabod Crane story was based on that city. Yeah, and I don't want to know what the original name was but they eventually just changed their name to Sleepy Hollow because that's what everyone knew them as uh, but mm-hmm. anyway um, Salem, Massachusetts, top left reenactment of a witch trial at the Witch Dungeon Museum the Witch Dungeon Museum, that sounds <laughs> like a great place for the kids um Top right, House of Seven Gables Lower left, Witch House And lower right, Witch Museum Um, This one says, Nate, now here's a Hughesween 2023 greeting for you, Pete P.S. My folks were in Salem for the 1983 ASME regional meeting So there you go You know, I'll tell you, um, Salem uh,
1: Around uh, anybody not from this part of the country uh, Salem is a shit show in October Oh yeah, Um, I did. I did not go this year, but I made the mistake of going with one of my friends. Uh, She had asked me, like, "Hey, I want to go," and I'm like, "Sure. How (laughs) bad? How bad could it be?" Okay.
0: Answer. Like very bad.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I'm like yeah uh, like the uh, the obscenities flying out of my mouth when I hit traffic when I was looking at Ugh. rates for parking. and then when we finally got there, like the sheer number of people, and I'm like, never again. Oh, so boy. um and and it's it it's kind of like um, it's kind of like any other tourist places. if you have too many people there, then it takes away from the the beauty of the area. You mm, don't get to yep. enjoy any of the restaurants, the scenery, like what you're even there for. you're basically just battling crowds, yeah, so. I actually looked it up and um, saw that um, like this time of year is the best to go to Salem or sometime in the summer, which, I mean, doesn't have the same kind of spooky vibe, but, I mean, right. you ain't going to get the crowds. So
0: you might see me there in June or July. So There we go. If you want to stalk John, make sure to go. Yeah. Um, but, hey, that's not it. We've also got this one here, which is uh, 6th Street. <laughs> in uh, Austin, Texas, and this one says, Hey, Nate, now here's a Coverdale-esque postcard for you. Oh, my, greetings from Austin, Texas. Here for the F1 race and visiting my siblings. The DPP was my in-flight entertainment. Thanks, the Roback. So there you go. Ooh, Pecan Street. Pecan Street. Sounds (laughs) tasty. 6th Street, Pecan Street, or Pecan Street, depending on how you like to pronounce it. I say
1: pecan. Is there like a preferred way of pronouncing that? I mean I've always said
0: pecan. I think it's regional. I say I say pecan too, but um I think I think it depends where you uh where you grew up.
1: Like, yeah, an ant, like aunt like you know, of thing. if you say pecan, then you're a pretentious dick.
0: <laughs> don't, don't label them with too broad a brush. <laughs> if you Just say like, vase. I like, I like,
1: Yeah, well, well, because it sounds like, like, who would ever, like, I just picture somebody saying it, it's just like, what kind of, what kind of pie do you like? Pecan. Pecan. Like, you can't, you can't say pecan, because then it almost, you may as well just say pecan if you say it like
0: that. Yeah, Oh, But you can't say pecan. I keep my pecans in the vase. My aunt used to say "vaz," and I don't like nobody else in the family did. so like, I don't know why she said that. She's also so like, huff, like, like, like oh, I'd like half a cup of that. It's like, what are you British all of a sudden? Yeah, she had like <laughs> these weird like Britishisms. I'm sure there's something to it like 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 in her, like you know, what her parents said or whatever. I don't know, but um, well, I, I I had somebody um I worked with
1: somebody that that uh, that used to refer to the entrance of a building as the the foyer the foyer. yeah and I'm like, you mean the foyer? And she's like, "Yeah, the foyer." And I'm like, "Whatever." <laughs> He's rolling his eyes. Whatever, you big dummy, who pronounces it different than me. <laughs> whatever you pretend. Whatever you pretentious
0: bitch. <laughs> uh, it's good to keep an open mind. All right, I'm gonna put these, I'm gonna put these yeah. postcards in the postcard yeah. box. There we go. Yeah, right behind the Christmas one, even though they came right before it. I'm trying to keep these. In Maybe semi. that'll
1: be my New Year's oh. resolution to be more open-minded.
0: <laughs> nah, that ain't happening. <laughs> it's like, sorry, I can't be. I can't be friends with you. You pronounce it pecan. I know we have so much in common, but I can't have you gotta, in my life. No, I gotta. I, I'm. I'm already exposed myself
1: to too many new ideas. This is
0: too much. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. So yeah, if you want to check out any like minded podcasts, check out check out deep purple podcast <laughs> deep Network dot com for sure. any like-minded shows about uh, other bands. So so yeah, John, we talked about a few sort of ideas and things to talk about this week, and maybe before we get into them, we should uh, do our next round of patrons before we forget later. What do you think? Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Um, it's going to be a shorter episode, I said, to jinx myself. Um, hmm. So, yeah, it's, uh, coming in at the next level, we have, of course, our core level patrons. Uh, coming in at the $7.77 Keep It Warm Rat tier, we have Michael Vader. At the $6.99 new nice price tier, we have Spike, Rock, Cat, and Sugar Tea. At the episode $6.66 tier, we have Steve Coldwell and Arthur Smith. Anton Glaving and Charles Meadows. At the $6.65 almost evil tier, we have Kenny Wymore, Michael Bagford, and Richie Sucksmith. At the $5.99 the nice price tier, we have Robert Smith, Peter from Illinois, and Carl Helberg. At the 60 kroner tier, we have the one, the only Newt Morton Johansson. At the $5.55 What's Going On Here tier, we have Richard Fusey. And at the $5 Money Lender tier, John Convery, German Heindel, Adrian Hernandez, Jesper Alman, Alexei the Perfect Stranger, Slepikov, Kev Roberts, Percival Frequency, Scott Zern, Cynthia Duby, Raph Calf, and Coyote Bongwater. Thank you to all of you for your generous support of the Deep Purple Podcast. All right. So, John, what what sorts of things did we talk about that we were going to um or do we mention that we were going to kind of go over today in the deep purple world? So in the, the spirit of
1: new years, um, I, I think that we, uh, we decided that we were going to reflect back on the, our, uh, our year of, uh, our year of purple mm-hmm. 2023 and, um, looking ahead to 2024 and our predictions, our hopes, um, uh, our plans for the, uh, the year coming up.
0: All right. Yeah. And I put some, uh, feelers out on social media, um, really late last night and early this morning to just see like, just, just see if we get any sort of, uh, takes from uh, listeners as to what they are, Mm. uh, looking forward to. But what I guess, I guess looking back on the last year, we, we had a great PowerPoint from the Gardot last week, (laughs) which he kind of, I think he did the work for us. Um, summarized the great last year. So waiting for him to send it to us so we can put it in the show notes. Um, so, um, so what, what were your, some of your deep purple highlights this past year?
1: I, uh, well, I mean, easily, um, like back in February, um, our, uh, you, me and me and Rich's trip to, um, to, uh, to Philly and then to New Jersey was, uh, just, uh, great to see, uh, purple on, uh, two of their shows. And, um, you know, just the, the time that we had there. I mean, um, I think like our, our trip the previous year, uh, in February to to Florida was uh, a lot of fun. Um, but I don't know, I keep thinking back to this one or I, I have a folder like in my, um, in my pictures, that says a uh, DP trip twenty three, and every time I open up my pictures folder, I just see the picture of you, me and Rich in front of Liberty Diner. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Liberty Bell Diner, and um, it's just like um, uh, just me and Rich driving out there, and uh, just uh, driving through, uh, uh, just driving through like uh, New York, and and getting to uh, to Philly, and just uh, you know, just having that time chatting on the way up, and then meeting you there uh going out to dinner, going record shopping, mm-hmm. going to the shows, um, um, uh, meeting up with everybody, um, going backstage um to meet uh, uh to meet Roger again and then uh Simon on the the second night, meeting up with um uh Gardot, Roback, and Ahmed. Um yep. At the uh, the Jersey Show and uh, just just the hanging out and the the shows and uh, you know and uh, I just thought like everything really came together. like the weather was was uh, really decent. It was great. Um, so it wasn't like this chilly New England uh, uh, February. so like the weather agreed with us. We had a great time walking around the cities and just hanging with people, meeting people, uh, seeing the band. Uh, so um, you know, that was a really memorable time for me. Um, I think one of my favorite, uh, trips that we've done so far, now we've done a ton of them, but, Mm -hmm. um, or, or hangs, I guess you should say. Um, and, um, you know, that was of course this, you know, this past February. Um, so yeah, I think that anytime we get together too, um, I, I think, uh, you know, all of us, um, my, (laughs) all of the crew minus you going to uh, see, uh, Stormbringer, Yep. And South Kingston, that was a lot of fun, too. That was another really great night. We just we got together. We went out to dinner. We saw uh, like just fantastic um, cover band uh, doing uh, with Joe Stump, just doing a lot of um, uh, great shows. And I I think a lot of things, too, is if you get like a not just like a. A 70s or 80s cover band, but somebody dedicated a band dedicated to Deep Purple, they're gonna do deep tracks. They're not just gonna do Smoke on the Water. Right. Um, you know, throw in the the popular songs. They're gonna do stuff from um, you know, Stormbringer and Burn and you know, maybe come taste the band, which uh, they didn't, but still, um <laughs> uh but that was that was a great night too, and meeting the band members and hanging with the guys. Um, and then of course our recent trip to see uh Hughes. Ingve performing in in uh, in Worcester, you know, same thing. Just um, just a a great hang before with everybody, and uh, getting to meet Glenn and seeing a fantastic show, and uh, just meeting meeting new friends, um, you know, Eddie and Steve. and just hanging out afterwards, uh, meeting, uh, just other, a uh, couple of other random people. It's just, it's great going out and doing that kind of stuff. And I don't, I know that you never went to shows a lot. Um, I probably, I think I probably am like slightly ahead of you in my lifetime of like going to shows, um, uh, because I was never one of those people that constantly went, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like our friend so. Derek who like
0: He's yeah. been to like a thousand shows or whatever, and he has like, you know, books and books and his wall was covered in ticket stubs. Like neither of us were huge. Like I probably went to most of my shows with you. Um,
1: yeah. And I went because of him. Uh, yeah, like I, yeah, my yeah, first yeah. concert was with him and E Rock. And I think he was he was the one that was uh, you know, how you kind of have that friend that's a gateway into um into like something that in your life that that sparks. And he was the one who um got the tickets knew how to get the tickets his parents were cool so they would drive us everywhere parents like, are super he, cool he, he he already had the like uh, like you said already by the time we were like 15 16 had like all this concert like going behind him mm-hmm. um uh, which, you know, was probably not much at the time, but it was, way it was more probably than a lot. he's
0: like, Oh yeah, I'm 17. I've seen Arisbeth like 47 <laughs> times. It's like, what? <laughs> 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 I haven't even seen 47 shows.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was um, you know, that that was um you know, that's um that was some uh, some really kind of memorable uh, memorable memorable times in terms of uh, what we were talking about on the Christmas episode of of just like um like like we said on um our, our recap episode of the uh, the Glenn Hughes show is is when um when Pete said a couple of times that night and I caught it I, I'm sure everybody else did but it it stuck in my head when he was just like uh, he just had this big smile on his face and we, and kept saying this feels like a family reunion yep. <laughs> and um and I think that that really encapsulates the way that uh, everybody feels about when we're all together because we. You know, we text each other all the time. Uh, we we go on these uh, these Zoom calls to do the shows. Occasionally, you and I see each other every week. Uh, me and Rich get together very uh, uh, frequently. So it, it's just kind of like when we're all in like one place. Um, it does feel that way because we're all like minded, and we all have these inside jokes, and we all know each other so well. And and most importantly, is is the the the, the music is is something that brought us together that we have um, in common. Most of all. Um, and then you know, from that we found out a million other things we had in common, uh like the the Simpsons and you know, yeah. all these other <laughs> interests that we that we base all these side convos on. But um for me, that's I think this year really um more than any other it was the first year that I really started to appreciate uh the friendships that I got out of all this more than uh more than anything. And and that's why I'm just really always, uh, very looking forward to like any time that we could do something either as a big group or with anybody, uh, individually, uh, you know, from the group or even if it's not everybody, you know? And I mean, even if it's like, uh, guest hosting on, uh, on Scott's podcast or one of, I'm sorry, one of Scott's many podcasts. (laughs)
0: Oh yeah. That podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, or or um getting together and going out to dinner with Rich you know it's just like it's all under the same umbrella um so i think that um you know this year i found a lot of uh, felt a lot of gratitude for that um that kind of thing and that's just the that's just the uh, the the shows and the friendship part of it i have another kind of segment of it but i'll i'll leave that until you until you uh, go and say what your your memories are of 2023
0: well, pretty similar to you. Uh, it's interesting that you kind of the way you framed it up at the end there, because here we are, you know, pushing, uh, you know, on the on the better side of fifty, and and it's it's you were making friends the same way we did when we're, when when we met. When you and I met It was like yeah. the first day I remember meeting you, and I don't know if we probably had bumped into each other before then, but was when the day I got Aussie Tribute or Randy Rhodes Tribute album, and. Yeah. Um, you know, you make the oh, you like that album? I like that album. Cool, let's hang out. You know, that it was that simple, and and now here it is, it, it, all these years later, and we're we're still meeting people and say, oh, you like Deep Purple? I like Deep Purple, and then to the point now where half, well, way more than half, like ninety percent of what we're even talking about or texting about is has nothing to do with Deep Purple. It's just kind yeah. of uh, you know, because now we've established these friendships and um, you have all these other connections. Yeah, I'd say there's probably uh, in our group. T- Uh, Group chat is probably twenty five percent Simpsons references, five percent Deep Purple (laughs) related topics, and then everything else random. It's true. Um, It's true. But uh, yeah, and I I can't contribute a lot to the Simpsons thing, unfortunately, because my knowledge is not as deep as you guys. But I do. I've I've learned a lot between your that chat and my dad group chat. I've I've gained a lot of Simpsons knowledge over the years. Um, but yeah, I, 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 it's interesting. You, you said it was almost kind of more fun uh, this past year than the year before. Although the, the, the trip to Florida was like legendary in that it was so. Mm. I mean, our our exposure to the band members was so much more and and so much more in depth, and we got to hang out with Roger for more and all that. But I think the thing that was different this year is just the the, the specter of COVID was just a little bit more behind us and the first yeah, time we yeah. met with the band you know they were like oh I'm, you know i'm not even supposed to be out here without a mask or, and you know, all the, you know the, everything was like everyone still had that like tension in them and i remember when we went out to the to the bar with with uh, and we met Ian Pace and Don Airy was there and Don Airy just kind of like seeming like On edge, you know, just like it just seemed, you know, they were all, everyone just seemed really on edge, you know, in a way. And even
1: when, even when Roger came out after the show, he still like, uh, in some of the pictures, you can see the mask like down around his neck when he was like having a drink. So it's like, yeah, you, you know, you could, you know, still, or people in the background, you know, were still, you know, wearing masks. So,
0: yeah. So it was, you know, it was, while we were a little bit past it, it was, you know, it was still a little bit scary. And I had just come back from Disney world where you had to wear masks and right. all the rides and all that. So it was, you know, it was, it was very new at that point. So, um, uh, yeah, I think it was just a little bit more while the experience in Florida was unbelievable. And the, you know, the weather was great. St. Petersburg was amazing. It was a little bit less that it was a little bit more relaxed. Should I say when we, when we did this past February, um, oh, but yeah, but yeah, all, all that was great. And, um, Uh, Yeah, just some some really good times around the band. And of course, going to see Glenn Hughes was just awesome and uh, really, really had a fun time at that show. And that was, again, even a little bit more relaxed because there was no hotel room involved. I could just, you know, Mm. stayed at my parents and um, and all that. So um, it was just a, a really Cool, relaxing trip. And even though I was only there for about 48 hours between flights, um, it was, it was really, a really good time. So um, I did share with you and and we don't necessarily need to get in right this second, but I shared with you a little spreadsheet where I broke down all the albums we've reviewed this year. So we can maybe talk about some of our highlights from. Yes, that was,
1: um, where did you, where did you put that? Was, is it in the spreadsheet?
0: I, I, I sent a new spreadsheet to you. I shared it with you. Um, So you should it should have a link in your email where it's it's basically episode 194 through 245, which is today's episode. Um, oh. oh, there it is. You just sent yep. it. And then the album reviews as well. So it's a list of all the episodes we did to kind of look back and then a, a list of the albums that we reviewed so we can kind of sort those and see where our biggest winners were this year. Um, uh, yeah, but- that was my that was my next
1: um how do do we how do we sort Oh, here we go i'm going to be fumbling now it's the dates are all over the place
0: um the dates are all over the place
1: yeah Mm. all right i mean i guess it doesn't really matter you know so i mean it's um well
0: just 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 for good measure So, um, if you look at, on the the, oh. the tab, this is album reviews. You can you should be able to sort it there.
1: Oh, I'm so stupid. I'm looking. At,
0: <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong. Okay, well, it's, it's brand new. the The first tab, the episodes tab, is just all the episodes we did. So, you know it's funny you look back at this like, Oh, I didn't even remember we, a, I, I I didn't remember we did that this year or B. I don't even remember we did this at all.
1: (laughs) (sighs) All right. So anyways, yeah, I was, um, that was my second was, um, obviously like, um, the, the part one of what I enjoyed most about 2023 was the experiences that we had. So part two of my, uh, 2023, uh, looking back is the episodes that we did. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, just going through them, like uh, f- like right off the bat, um, our perpendicular episodes, yeah, um, were were uh, some of my favorites because it reintroduced me to that album, which previously I hadn't really listened to at all, and now there are like a handful of songs on there that are I can count as my favorites.
0: But it's funny and, you started um, you started getting more into it, like. Pretty well before we did the episode, though. I think it was after we were in Florida. Yeah, and you started listening to it a little bit more.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, definitely. Um, I, I think one of the one of the uh, ways that um, that the the episodes uh, kind of affect me too is if there's an album I haven't heard in a while or I haven't heard at all, is is that while we're listening to it, a lot of times I'll go in fresh, and then if it's something that I really like, the following days, Um, I'll play some of them back and, Mm -hmm. you know, they wind up becoming part of my, um, part of my library or, you know, go into my playlist. And uh, I'm really happy Perpendicular did, because I I just remember that as a, just an album with like, just a renewed energy, great production, and just started off uh, just introducing, reintroducing Steve Morris uh, to me who after listening to more of his stuff throughout the year has become like easily one of my favorite guitar players, which I'm happy to say now because prior to that, when we were still really in the, in the Richie era, I'm just kind of like, Oh man, I hope that I, I really hope I'm going to be into Steve Moore. So I don't know why, because I mean, it's just like, I mean, he's, he's part of this band with these guys that they, they chose him. They, they were going to work with him. So why wouldn't he be good? Why wouldn't I like him?
0: Well, it it I doesn't it's not even a matter of just if he's good. It's sometimes that you you might not like his style as much, yeah. you know. Yeah.
1: Oh right, exactly. Not yeah, not that I mean like he he sucks as a musician. <laughs> I meant yeah. like is he Steve good Moore's like
0: <laughs> renowned terrible guitar player. <laughs> oh, what a hack.
1: No, I mean, I think yeah, I meant more what you just said this is like I hope that I enjoy his style. I hope I really enjoy the Deep Purple especially the stuff that I hadn't heard um with him um as much as uh, some of the
0: classic stuff, so well, and I, th- I think it's pretty clear that it, it, it's they're different bands. All you know, we we kind of rail against the people that say like, no, so and so, no Deep Purple or whatever. But mm. they are, you know, there's Mark three and four are very different from Mark two, and Mark two is very different from Mark one, and mm-hmm. the Steve Morse era is very different from the Ritchie era. So you you know, I can understand why people without Blackmore don't like deep purple
1: uh Well yeah I mean just, he was a very specific and integral sound to the band but sure. um I mean if you're uh, if you keep an open mind and uh you know you like his style then
0: yeah I think see, that, John's all about see, keeping an open mind this year
1: exactly <laughs> exactly So all right so I um, so I did
0: one what was one of your memorable episodes? Um, looking back, while looking at the full episode list, uh, per- Perpendicular is a great one. Um, uh, I think the the Glenn Hughes L.A. Blues Authority episodes were a lot of fun. Um, and sometimes you just <laughs> don't know, like it, it's it's completely independent of the quality of the music. Mm-hmm. Um, not that the quality of the music on those were bad at all. It was a cool cool album. Um, but yeah, I just remember having a lot of fun doing those episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it yeah, was, we did
1: because we're just like the like the blues inspector. Like, yeah, <laughs> <coming> in.
0: <laughs> yeah some episodes just spawn their own inside jokes and mythology around the episode, so those were fun. Michael Shankar group was great because you just one day were like, hey, we got to do Michael Schenker group, so we just kind of like. Squeezed yeah. it right into the schedule immediately and that was a lot of fun um yeah that was that was another one of my favorites too
1: then that, that's a that's a, a classic example of just discovering an album that you never heard before because you're like wait a minute like a lot of deep purple is on this album right now yes <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people that are involved in like uh in deep purple are on this album plus it's uh, uh yeah michael shankar great guitar player great songs on that one uh, that's Easily become one of my uh, uh, new uh, favorites that I have discovered from
0: you know the old days. Yep. So that was a fun episode. That was a lot of fun. Um, the obviously the yeah, recap the- shows with the Simon McBride, McBride shows that we cat mm-hmm. that we oh, caught yeah. was awesome. Having uh, Rich and Scott on for Blackmore's Night um, was a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, there's so many so many great guests we had this this year, and and just a lot of really good times
1: yeah the white snake 87 episode uh, of course one of my one of my favorite uh i guess you could say contemporary white snake albums yeah or post post old-fashioned white snake albums so i was i was excited to do that one and i
0: think Um, it looks like on january 9th our our live with joe satriani episode went up and i think that's gotta i think that's the one correct me if i'm wrong where the guy goes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I think it's that. I know it was one of the live episodes, so it might be. Um, maybe it was the live with JLT. No, because well, that, well, if it was, I think that was the previous year. But um, yeah, Mark will have to correct us if we're wrong because I know he knows for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> I think he even has the timestamp on the episode when it happened. But but yeah, a lot, lots of lots of fun episodes moving into the you know in February, getting into the Morris. Era finally with episode two hundred and two hundred and one, mm. and then on the deep purple end, ending it with bananas um, back in October. Uh, so you know we've we we started the Morris era, and then and started the Don Airy era, and uh, yeah, great great fun episodes. It looks like our um, if you sort uh, the album reviews themselves, like our uh, I can sort. Let's see, nope, that's the wrong way. Uh, our top episodes this year as far as rankings our top three were white snake perpendicular and michael Schenker group wow yeah some of my favorites yep some good stuff
1: i think as you were mentioning earlier too um always always having uh guests on aka our friends is um um a lot of fun as well i mean, we've had uh we've had um scott on um uh, a bunch of times um he did a uh, uh, stranger, stranger, uh, excuse me, stranger in us all. Um, and of course, uh, you know, rich came on for the Simon McBride shows. Um, we did a uh, mob rules with Rye, uh, Ingvay's odyssey with Nick,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which uh, like in, independently, all of those guests are fun for the topics that we did. And it's always great too, because it's, it's like, um, especially with Rye and Nick, who we don't talk to as much. Um, that, um, having them on for that, uh, for like Sabbath and, um, Ingve slash Ozzy respectively, um, is great because it's like having a friend come over that you only get to see every once in a while, like for <laughs> birthdays and holidays and everything. And you're like, Hey, it's great to see you. You don't get to see them a lot, but when you do, it's just like, it's so good to see them and you pick right up where you left off. And the conversation is always exciting and fun and,
0: yeah, always. It's that basically describes all of my friends these days. <laughs> the only yeah. people I see frequently are like the the people in the neighborhood that are you know friends of my, their their kids are friends of my kids. So, um, yeah, always always great having those great guests on. But yeah, that's kind of as far as the year goes. Um, kind of sums up my feelings on it. I think I think it was a really fun year. Um,
1: yeah, and, for episodes, absolutely, yeah, and um, um, I think um. Uh, uh, we had a one unfortunate sad note was, uh, remembering Bernie Marsden episode. Mm. Um, but I mean, great that we, uh, could pay tribute to him and, um, highlight him. And that's another thing I like too, is, is that there are some, um, some members of the, of the family that we don't think of too often, or, uh, maybe they're, they're not featured as much. And it was, um, I guess the, the good part of, of, of that is, is that we got to shine a spotlight on Bernie and hopefully bring attention to uh, many people about uh, his, his talent and, you know, what a great guitar player and what a great guy he was. And I mean, I, I learned a lot of stuff about him too. And that's the other thing is, is like, I learned a lot of stuff about what we talk about when we're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of this stuff, uh, I don't know, I mean, maybe people have guessed. Uh this like I'll have a knowledge about a lot of stuff, like legacy stuff, but there's some stuff that I learn as we go along. Like in the Don Airy episode, Mm -hmm. I um uh when we were going around the horn, I was like, Yeah, a lot about what I know about Don Airy outside of being on Blizzard of Oz was what (laughs) I've learned on this show. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) On our own show about him. So I think this is uh, this is really good because the show is like turned into uh an education for me as well. So I'm becoming uh uh a better um you know more a better being more open minded into twenty
0: twenty four. There you go. Your yeah, your resolution. You gave it away early. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, um Bernie Mars and we also lost Mo Foster this year. Um right. Yeah. And I'm sure there's other some other extended family people that we're probably even forgetting. But yeah, sometimes I'll there was why I, I saw somebody's Wikipedia entry the other day and it was, I can't even remember who it was. Somebody tangentially related to the bands and I saw that they died last year. And I'm just like, man, we're in this era where they're, you know, uh, they're starting to pass away. And it's, it's, it's really sad. You know, like you've got those, those people that burn bright and fade out in their early twenties or mid twenties and the, the, the rock star way. And then, there's these folks that are just kind of reaching that age where, you know, and sadly people pass away. And, uh, I know the Bernie Mars and things seem to be fairly unexpected. Um, of course our friend, uh, Gerald Kelly, Gerald Kelly. Yeah. And well, I think that was last year that he passed away. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just, yeah. The but fact I think
1: that- this was the year that you kind of created the, uh, the, the, the tier forum. You found a, a yes. good platform to, uh, to highlight, uh um uh, him, so even even our uh, you know, in our our patron group, uh, i I saw a lot of uh, saw a lot of love this year,
0: yeah, yeah, and it's 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 still really kind of crazy, somebody that you know I've never really met in person, but i can I can still search my email and Jerry would send all of these Kerrang every every time he got a Kerrang ep- issue that had <laughs> anything to do with deep purple white snake, he'd scan the pages to me and we'd have like a little back and forth about it and um. And it's to the point now where if I'm preparing for a show, I'll just search his old emails and I'll find stuff in some of those Kerrang! pages that he sent, you know, a couple of years ago. And it's um, it was one of those things that kind of didn't know directly that he'd passed away, but kind of like figured it out on my own when I was like, oh, he's not responding to my emails anymore. And it's just sad that you know somebody that is related to the show and. Um, the, built this relationship with uh, sadly passed away and for, on a, at a mm-hmm. fairly young age too. You know he just retired so, um, yeah. but yeah, there's there's lots of um, uh, lots of really uh, great people we've met through the show and hopefully nobody will be joining the in memoriam tear <laughs> anytime, anytime soon. Anytime soon, yes. um, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, just a uh, great guy, great really nice sweet family and uh, glad that he was in our a part of our show. Um, yeah, so before we get into, like, maybe speculations of the next year, I think a good bridge would be to look through some of these social media posts because I, um, I kind of asked both questions in the post, so we'll probably, this will be a bridge between people saying what their highlights were and what the, um, uh, what they're looking forward to. So if I switch over to the Deep Purple Facebook account here, if I can, I can never Freaking remember how to use Facebook. It's always a mystery to me. Um, these Pages and <laughs> and I'm sorry for, for all the wonderful people that message me uh, and message us. I should say on the on the Deep Purple Facebook page. It's always like. Sometimes I'll miss it for like a week because of the way that it works on the phone. Like I'll, I'll see that I have messages. I'll go in. I'll see my messages to my personal. So, hey, if you message me on the Deep Purple podcast, don't hesitate to request me as a friend. I'll probably get back to you sooner if you <laughs> message me that way. But um, So this one, um, the wonderful Art Smith. Um, says for 2023 it was getting my own patron jingle and seeing glenn hughes for the first time for 2024 i remain hopeful of some uk Blackmore shows and um jerry bloom chimed in and said i don't think he's left the state since covid as he nears 80 i can't see him doing anything beyond the odd show here and there in and around new york and sadly i think he's right and that's that's the thing that's kind of even though i'm much closer than arthur is to To Richie, he seems to perform these few little shows right around Thanksgiving or the holidays, and Mm -hmm. I can't get out to go see him to New York, even though Mm -hmm. it's not super far. Um, But I would love to go see him. So hopefully they'll do something outside of that. But yeah, I think Richie's days of traveling too much much from his home are pretty much over. Mm Mm-hmm um steve nixon writes uh well robert walton writes i'd like a new album i gotta say i'm also that we'll talk about simon mcbride which was another highlight of last year that you know bittersweet highlight but steve morse left the band and and uh steve uh simon mcbride became the full-time guitar player so i along with a lot of other people are really looking forward to uh you know him his writing with them and seeing what happens uh, Steve Nixon says, I'd really like some remasters, remixes from their Mark II III period. I know we've already had the anniversary of remasters done starting in 1995 with In Rock, and they were a huge improvement on the crap CD <laughs> releases before that. But sound Tech has come a long way since then, and Roger Glover did some remixes for the series. I listened to a couple he did on In Rock, really opened up the soundstage. No disrespect to RG, but imagine what Steve Wilson could uh, do, uh, listen to when he did... I'm sorry. Listen to what he did on Aqualung and see what's possible. And the differences in sound and the remix of Come Taste provided. Brilliant. And yes, a new album would be great. Hopefully more of a rock sound with a new recruit, Simon McBride, who seems to have brought some real bite back into their sound. So, I would agree with that 100%. Um, Let's see if there's anything Mm -hmm. on the Instagram. What are they saying on Instagram? 2024. Oh, here's some comments. Um... Davi uh, says, much like last year, I loved the variety of episode themes this year. My personal favorite being Deep Purple's Italian moments. I also love how batshit insane the sound bites for the patrons have gotten. <laughs> and I, I responded and said, yeah, it's gotten completely out of hand with the. Uh, with the patrons, but he said that's one of his favorite moments of the show is me. You're fumbling through the spreadsheets. I'm fumbling through the sound bites. Mm-hmm. And then the wonderful um, St- Ash Ash, Still I Hear Burn, um, one of our newer patrons from this year. Oh, we should probably thank all the new patrons we got this year. Thanks, Ash. Um, she said, probably Hugh Loved the Lemmy story and Richie's pieces. <laughs> the Lemmy story was great. <laughs> and then uh, what else do we got on Instagram? Anything else? Uh... Well, I think that's about it on Instagram. Like I said, I and I did. Um, oh, okay, I'm gonna have to do the unthinkable and log on to Twitter and see oh. if anybody responded X. to our Twitter. Let's see here. Let's go to our profile. <laughs> um, did, did we? Where is it? Oh, here we go. Um, I love when it says. Um, oh, someone posted a a picture from June artificial intelligentsia uh pictured uncommon man being performed in krakow uh on june 12th so they were likely at that show um that's pretty cool Or, or or they just liked it i don't know but that's really cool um I think that's all that's on Twitter. Doesn't really boost you. You get no response to anything on Twitter now unless you pay for the stupid Twitter Blue. So oh, uh, we're pretty much out. But we are. Mm. Um, oh wow, they've officially. We are on Twitter. It won't even tell me. I'd have to probably go into the analytics. But we're almost at five thousand followers. It's wow. It's a. It, the other day it was four thousand nine hundred ninety on the strength of a of a Coverdale um, comment on one of our tweets. Um, and now it's upgraded to 4.9 K. So any day now we'll be hitting 5,000 on Twitter. And sorry for all of you for that. I'm not active on Twitter anymore.
1: (laughs) I, I love the fact that, um, and I mean, I've been hearing, um, a lot about, um, you know, people still, um, Saying, uh, like talking about it, but everybody is still saying Twitter and retweeting, nobody's saying X and reposting. No, screw that. Which is, I mean, what is the new like? People are kind of going, um, going in that direction. You change something and then like the vernacular changes, but it's like I hear podcasts or like uh, people just in everyday life talking about oh, this Twitter or this retweet, and like nobody is adapting to this new language that they were trying to
0: push by changing the the name of it. It's so. absolutely idiotic. Somebody made the point that Twitter and tweeting was basically the only of all the social media platforms and all that tweet is something that like, I think even got into the dictionary as being a word. So they actually mm-hmm. made their own word based on this brand they have. And then it's just like, nah, screw that repost. Like, why would you do that? Why would you throw away like this incredible Brand equity that was built over the past whatever 16 years or however long Twitter's been mm-hmm. around, um, and th- like the fact that you you you're like Google is a verb, you know? I like Googled it. That's huge to a brand and to a company. And to to for Google, somebody to buy Google and say, nope, it's not called Googling anymore. It's called searching. <laughs> We're not going to acknowledge like that it's called it. Googling. Like, why would you get rid of that? It's like that's so, that's so valuable. Yeah, I went to search, and I searched it. I <laughs> searched it, or as the kids say, I search search it up. All the kids say it, like all their friends say it. They say it. Hey, Dad, Dad, uh, search up, uh, blah blah blah. Like, search search it up. <laughs> Is that
1: one of the uh, the new collo- colloquialisms? Yeah, you that you riz. They're, they're
0: always riz- rizzing me up. Do you know that one? No. It's like flirting. Riz. It's like you riz somebody up. It's like you're flirting with them. So my Arisen son will go, up. "Uh dad, <laughs> dad, what's that on the ground?" and then I'll look and he'll put 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 his finger to my chin and say, "Eyes up here, baby girl." <laughs> <laughs> or he'll do um uh, <laughs> yeah, like if you look away, he'll like pull you, he'll, he'll like pull your head back or whatever. It's like I'm like, "That's not going to work. That's not good."
1: What is he like? Is he like kind of practicing like
0: yeah, his moves? They're very confident yeah. when they use it on me. I don't think it's going to work on uh, anybody else they try it on.
1: I, it's funny age. when they use it on you. It's funnier to think about them using it on the I was girl. like, I was, don't, don't <laughs> riz
0: me up. <laughs> oh, my God. Riz. So horrible. Um, yeah. So, uh Yeah, some good, uh, some, a few little predictions there and a few little things from our, from our listeners. But, um, what are your, uh, hopes? I don't know. Should we do the, should we do the last round of patrons now and then do the, yeah, we're we're all out of sorts. Why not? Let's do it. It's our show, goddammit. Nobody can tell us what to do. Yeah. Riz it up. (laughs) Let me riz up those samples. Where are they for the patrons? Here we go. Um, that's what I do too, and I I'll like I I purposefully use their expressions wrong, and they get so mad. That's not <laughs> what Riz means. <laughs> it's, it's like so personal to them. I'm like, give me a break. Um, <sighs> Okay, Uh, so a big thanks to our last level of patrons, the foundation level patrons coming in at the $3.50 Deep Purple New York tier. We have the one and only Lord Longford and I'm on the wrong screen here. The one and only Long Longford (laughs) at the three pound aromatic feet. That was a highlight too. that. That episode was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. (laughs) It was unlike uh, anything we've heard before. At the three pound aromatic fee tier, we have Simon Ford and Richard Brees. At the $3.33 halfway to evil tier, we have Stephen Sharp and Duncan Leask. At the $3.00 nobody's perfect tier, we have Peter Gardeau. Ian DeRosier, Mark Roback. Stuart McCord. Then we have. Ivan Fieldaboo. Runar Siemensen. JJ Stonard. Ruinous inadequacies. John Maselli.
1: down that alley and I let it go.
0: <laughs> I threw the ball so hard that it didn't even have to hit the pins. The pins started coming. Ah, they jumped out away. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Boyette and Corey Morissette at the $1.71 I Want My Own Tier tier we have Shalom. At the ten kroner tier, we have Karsten Lau, and at the one dollar made-up name tier, we have the baby New Year's leaky diaper, leaky mausoleum, Stephen Somerville, the concerto, nineteen ninety-nine fanatic, Hank the Tank, Private Eyes. Ashen Lionel, <coughs> Blackmore tights, Steve Down to Earth Kohler, Zwopper the Electric Alchemist, Anters Engstrom, Ashley Still I Hear, Burn Rose, and ICDC. Thank you so much to all of you for your generous support of the Deep Purple Podcast. All right. Um... What were we going to do after that? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> looking oh, yeah. ahead to 2024. Looking ahead to 2024. Sorry. <laughs> it's the end you of the think? year, folks. We're getting loopy. <laughs> um, anything you're looking forward to in the coming year or um sure yeah i mean um (laughs) (laughs) open ended question (laughs) nah all right well thanks for joining us this week (laughs)
1: no my life is a dark void (laughs) all right well all right that's the end of folks it Uh, is something to record at
0: night it looks like you're just like in a cave like you're in hiding (laughs) i am in hiding it's like one of those like al-qaeda videos that you (laughs) know (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm in my I'm in my secret Your bunker. Yeah. Um I only come out for deep purple related stuff. Do you have like
0: a seed bank in there and canned goods? MREs. No, nah, I got some peanut butter. Yeah, that, that'll get a that'll... jar of peanut butter
1: out right in the kitchen. <laughs> that'll um, sustain some, you. Other, some other stuff. Oh, I, I could live off peanut butter. I love it. Um, but anyways, uh yes, 2024. Um, so um Probably some of the stuff that we already mentioned. Obviously, looking forward to more more hangs, more shows. Um, hoping that Deep Purple announces something mm. again in February. The past couple of years, um, they have been doing something around that early to mid-February time. So um, I'm hoping that they will um, release uh, some string of shows, uh, information about some string of shows around then. Um, I, I don't care where it is because I feel like we're all
0: going to figure out a way to meet up. Well, th- um, did they ever announce it this late though? It wasn't, didn't, I feel like we had like a lot more advanced notice cause we planned a whole Disney trip in the yeah. time we knew that the show was coming. And I'm like, we didn't start planning this time of year.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, I, I, we'll don't, see. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, anything these days yeah, maybe, is possible. So
0: it probably won't be the normal February. Oh, I say normal just cause it happened twice, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe it <laughs> won't the be the traditional... February thing, but maybe they'll come in April or May or the, over the summer or something.
1: Yeah. I mean, even if, even if not in February, some, some run of shows, because even if it's not somewhere around here, what's fun is, is going to explore uh, a new place. Like the places that we went um, in, um, in Florida, I've, I've, uh, Never really been to. Um I mean I've been to Florida before, but I actually I have been to Fort Lauderdale, but not not that area. I've never, never been, been to, to Scenic Pete's.
0: Hollywood, Florida. Looking forward <laughs> to going back there. I could I could live without going back to Hollywood, Florida, but St. Petersburg was beautiful.
1: Yes, I will I'll agree. Um and then um and even though there wasn't like um I mean uh, Philly was great. I've been there before. Um New Jersey, it was it was just great to be somewhere different. It wasn't <laughs> even if it had to be New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's just, it's just cool to, I mean, at this phase of life, it's cool to travel, go places. So, I mean, even if it's, you know, not somewhere in New England, um, even uh, like, um, um, you know, recently, um, um, you know, Rich and I uh, traveled up and uh, met some of uh, his friends and, um uh, southern new hampshire to see king's x mm-hmm. which is um which were fantastic by the way oh yeah yeah um it was like a few weeks ago at this point probably a month or two but um but yeah some somewhat of a tenuous deep purple connection there because of uh
0: doug pinnick um who is still being being um considered for deep purple
1: yeah but still i could i could see a very uh Hughes-y type quality in his vocals and even at you know, their guys age, they were amazing. Yeah. They, they, they just, um,
0: I mean, people rave about King's X and I don't know them yeah. super well, but I mean, they're, they're just an incredible group.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just to get off on that tangent, they were, I mean, live, they were like monstrous and they, they played in a, um, uh, actually that's going to be in the same venue that, um, that Hughes is going to be playing in. Um, and it's not, it's not, too big it's mm-hmm. not that big it's a very intimate uh venue and let me say that the the not only were they great but i mean the fans were like really into it mm-hmm. um so yeah they definitely have a, a dedicated following but um but yeah i mean um on that note um seeing hughes up in uh southern new hampshire again mm-hmm. um will be um will be uh, uh great um and the um the july show that um i said that rich had Told me about with um um uh Hagar with uh Satriani. Um I think would be fun. I'm sure that there's gonna be more kind of deep purple family connections out there. I know that I think this year it was, um, uh Steve Morse had actually played a couple of shows um under the Steve Morse like solo name. Yeah, the C.
0: Morse band, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And um, I mean, that would be cool mm-hmm. if um if he came back or um uh uh, to to do a couple of things or if he was somewhere. I mean, there's always, I think that the Deep Purple branches just extend so far that there's always going to be some, somebody that we can relate to the band and just be like, this would be really cool to see. Or even if not, somebody that we've all discussed or talked about. Um, I know that somebody, uh, it might've been, might've been Gardeau threw something out about Iron Maiden, um, which um, not really... Uh, for the for the price, uh, not really one of my favorite bands to go see. You know, if they were, uh, you know, I wouldn't pay the money
0: that they're... Uh, Are they an a um, expensive band to see?
1: Um, I think so. It wouldn't be like uh, going to see, like, here, uh, like, yeah, like, pay, like, you know, 50, 80 bucks to see a band. I think they still play bigger venues and they still fetch more for a ticket, which I would happily pay if I was more into the band. But yeah. I really not as into them and that's not to say they're no good or i you know they're not worth the money it's just like you know steve coldwell will go with you if you want (laughs) (laughs) well it just depends but um i I mean i'm looking forward to more shows those are the only ones that i have heard of and then of course they've hughes um hughes up near you which um the jury is still out on that one
0: yep well, um, I've got I've okay. got a ticket with your name on it. If you whether choose I can to.
1: Uh, whether I can make it out there, um, and if but yeah, not, I am looking I'm looking forward hoping to-, to
0: hoping some listeners will join me. Well, even if, because I have four tickets, because yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I think I said on the last episode they're kind of if anyone wants to come, nobody has responded, so I'm assuming. <laughs> or Nick, you'll be sta- you'll be standing outside the venue. Tickets, tickets here. Yeah. Who wants a ticket, ticket. Anybody need a ticket? Yeah, Rich asked about the guest room, but he still hasn't responded. So, and j- judging on how quickly he he usually goes, he'll be like, "Hey, there's a show going on. You guys want to go?" And I'm like, "I'm not sure yet." And he's like, "All right, well, I already bought tickets, so." <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> well, I mean, I
1: think that that's smart though I think that's yeah. smart because we've been to enough shows where we've, we've all been separated that it's like alright this is bullshit let's just buy tickets I know we've
0: done it so many times well luckily just, with the Glenn Hughes thing I just bought them right away and I'm like well I might as well just have them I'm, I'm sure I'll be able to find somebody to go with me if not I'll put them on StubHub or whatever but the, the funny thing is is like uh, who bought
1: the um, was it the was it the Glenn Hughes tickets that you who bought the the most recent ones that was me yeah. I, I remember that when we were talking about it, I was on my flight to Rome mm. and I got Wi Fi in the plane. Yeah. So while we're we're all talking about it, like I'm getting these iMessages like and I'm whatever, thousands of feet in the air and you're like, All right, who's gonna venmo who? And I just Venmo you the money from like a, a seat in the plane I'm From like, somewhere over yeah, I mean there's the money. <laughs> exactly so that was kind of funny this is like I'm just here like suspended and uh, you know sitting in a chair in the middle of uh, space and I'm just like yep going to see you <laughs> going to see you see, like in a, you know in a few months um, but um, yeah I'm, I'm hopeful for more shows um, whether it be uh, Deep Purple or uh, related uh, with you guys and even if it's not um, Purple related shows I think uh, stuff related to us uh, meetups get togethers um, I know that um, Rich's uh, three-man acoustic band—they've been doing a lot of uh, shows around here. Nice. And um, actually going to one this Friday. Nice. And um, and and they just—and the great thing is that they're just playing different venues around the state. And some of them they've done repeat, but um, other ones it's just a cool. Uh, just a cool thing to like, uh, they played a a country club, a brewery, they're playing at a brew pub this weekend. So just getting to check out new places while seeing familiar faces. And that, I think that's still part of it. Um, even though it's not, um, like directly Deep Purple related, you know what I mean? Just getting to to hang out with you guys, um, even though mostly, it's always, it always comes back to, we always talk about something Deep Purple, oh, um, yeah. whether we're together. Um, so um, for me, there's that. And then of course, what was, I think, um, I think we're all thinking is hoping that at some point this year, we hear uh, new music from Deep Purple with mm-hmm. Simon, because um, as, um, as it was pointed out, like uh, he's given a real... Um, bite to their sounds, and I know that was one of the things that we had mentioned while we were there. And then I think on the recap episode is is that he, his his sound, his the way he plays, his tone just really breathed like this this new heavier life into uh, the songs. Um, and that's not to say that they weren't good before, but having his perspective on them was really uh, just kind of like wow, it's it was great to hear that. Um, you know, something so uh, different and welcome, but not too different, not unfamiliar, not varying from the formula or doing something that's going to completely twist it around and alienate people. I mean, I don't think I've heard anybody say anything negative, at least in our circles.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, One of the things I've always really loved about Deep Purple was the fact that they keep true to that whole roundabout narrative that Started the band and they've had these ch- changes. And, you know, some in some cases people left the band, you know, pe- I want to say peacefully, you know, like Richie quit. Well, the first time, relatively peacefully, he's just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And it wasn't like it didn't seem like there was a, a lot of hard feelings. He just wasn't maybe agreeing with the musical direction. And with every change like that, even if it's someone you really love leaving the band, whether it's Ian Gillen or Richie Blackmore or Steve Morse. John Lord, um, all mm-hmm. these great people left the band. and for the most part, most of it was peaceful and and uh, it's always brought this new energy to the band. So I'm super we, we've been super excited to see what Simon brings to the band playing the songs we all know, but even more interested in seeing what is it going to be like when they actually create their own music. Um sadly mm. I'm sure we're only going to get one or two of those songs per set and it's going to be the same, you know, the same set for the most part that we're very familiar with at this point but um really looking forward to seeing what that album could be and this will be the third album in a row where I'm like, well this is probably the last album. Um uh, a fourth in a row. I really kind of figured Infinite was it. Um, mm-hmm. and th- I think they did too because now we're on the long goodbye tour and then COVID happened and or they, they started doing a new album then COVID happened and then they did another album and now they're doing another album so I'll be really excited to see what that is and then of course very excited to see Glenn Hughes again um, as a headliner in a couple months mm. and then excited to uh, see Vi and Satriani I've never seen either of them live so that'll be really exciting and I think I talked about it like right before COVID while we were doing the show Satriani, I'm sorry, Vi came to my town, he went to his brother's restaurant and did a little thing and he played at the college that's 10 minutes from here and it was more like him doing like a clinic and stuff like that and I was just like, I'm not going to go see it, I'm an idiot. Um, (laughs) One of the things COVID really did was kind of remind me of everyone's mortality and the fact that you know I'm not going to get a lot of opportunities to see these guys. So regret that I didn't see that and it'll be great to see him and Satriani on the same stage
1: you know, I'll, I'll put it out there too, is, is like on, on that note is I was, I was kind of like thinking about it, contemplating it a little bit. And I know that I've, I've said that with, um, I think, um, I think it was when, when Richie came around and, um, and Rich was just like, Hey, um, Richie's coming around. I'm like, I'm good. All set. <laughs> um, even though I feel that way about it. Um, here's the thing is, is, um, uh, Rich definitely has a way of um, of kind of selling the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that he did with King's X was is that he's always said that, I never really got into them. I know, like I try listening listen to their records. I never really connected with me, but then seeing them live was just like, wow. And that's, and, and I've always like peripherally known them. I've known them since I was a kid, but never really listened to them. And I mean, I think that their studio stuff is good, but I mean, live, they were incredible. And so the same thing that he said about, Uh, Blackmore's night is just, it's, it's an entertaining show. Um, it's, it's the banter between him and Candace. It's, it's intimate. Uh, he's, you know, he's funny, engaging. It's, it's kind of cool. You get to see Richie. So if he ever came back, I might reconsider it just to say that, yeah, I've seen Richie one last time and that if nothing else, it's an entertaining night out. All right. Well, get your,
0: uh, puffy pirate shirt ready.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Get it iron. So I think, so I think when I like in several months when I'm like, no, Rich will play this segment back to me and be like, "You said here's the receipts."
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll hold your feet to the fire for sure.
1: But I mean, I, but I think that you're right. I think that uh, that uh, now that we're a few years into COVID, uh, I think all of us, you and all of us, have kind of learned, um, hey, don't don't wait for the next time.
0: No, there might no. not be.
1: N- no next time.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. And the thinking of the people we've lost, um, they never got a chance to see. Um, you know, it's not like I was going to be able to make it to England to see Ray Fennick or Mo Foster. But um, if they they were playing anywhere around here, I would have gone in a heartbeat and uh, didn't right, get, but the never people got the you opportunity. Can,
1: yeah, the people you can have a chance to see, if you can make
0: it work, then why not? Yep. Well, there you have it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, did we cover everything? I think that's pretty much it. I know everyone's uh you know, spending time with family and winding down at the end of the year and um Us too. Us too. Yeah. Well, not not so much winding down, but we'll spend a little time with the family. <laughs> <laughs> well mostly in January though. Our our December's are usually pretty uh, crazy, which is why we uh, try to get these episodes done before December.
1: Yeah. Trying to wind
0: down early. Yeah, trying to wind down early and uh um, yeah, we'll, we'll get some. Uh, I'll have some time off at the end of November to to gear up for the busy holiday and uh, and and wish you all the the best in 2024. Can't believe here we are uh, entering our what our sixth different year. We've 2019, 20, 21, 22, 23. This will be our sixth different year of doing it, and we're approaching our five year anniversary. So. Wow. Yep. Wow. Who know, huh? I know. Crazy. All these hundreds of episodes. The little mm. podcast that could. Yeah. And looking, like I said, looking at this list, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Don't remember so many of these episodes because you just do them and it's <laughs> on to the next thing. So. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. But it's been, uh, I think I would say it's been a really great and successful 2023 and uh, I am I'm really looking forward to what next year brings and including which we haven't mentioned, um, any, um, any episodes. I mean, we're going to be, um, eventually wrapping up the deep purple catalog, mm-hmm. um, for the, for their, uh, current, most current albums. And, um, um, you know, in terms of, uh, album reviews, who knows what the new year brings. We have, uh, we have so much that we could cover and, um, I'm looking forward to more, more, uh, guests and, um, uh, more, uh, hopefully, uh, dip one-off different kind of themes for our shows and hopefully holding out for that Glenn Hughes interview again.
0: Yes. <laughs> so Well, think about it. We'll probably be reviewing the Simon McBride album before we finish the Steve Morse albums. At the current rate we're going, anyway. That, w- that would be great. Which would be cool, because we'll, it'll be a little bit out of order, obviously. But I, f- I feel like we yeah. can't, kind of like what we did with Woosh and what we did with uh, Turning to Crime, we can't just like ignore the fact that a brand new album just came out and like, yeah, we'll yeah. review it in 16 months or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> we can't. We'll have to talk about it right away, so that'll be really exciting. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, wishing you a great. Do you have any New Year's Eve? Pla- what do you normally do on New Year's Eve? Um, nothing. Yeah,
1: that's the that's <laughs> the way to do it. It started. St- well, I mean, the past few years started winding down. Like, I mean, it used to really just, just have a like go to blowouts, like go out, go out and and party. You know, this is when I had more friends. Um, now <laughs> I've become more 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 introverted. So it's. Um, I think uh, depending on what my Uh, My family is doing uh, because my my brother and family come home uh, twice a year, as I've mentioned before, um, for uh, several weeks in the summer and a few weeks in the winter. Um, So, um, you know, we might be just spending some family time. I I feel like last year, I don't even know if any of us made it to midnight. Uh, This is where we're at now, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but um yeah I mean I always like something uh, more intimate quiet. Uh we'll see. I mean, you know, if plans come up then uh you know, I'll, I'll I'll grab them but uh typically I'm just down for uh something low
0: key. What about you? Yeah, we just ever since I was a kid, we always just had a little party at the house a little get together with some friends. Um and uh I, since moving here, it's pretty much the same. I just you know, the worst-case yeah. scenario, I'll get home from work at nine or 10. And, uh, but I think this year I'm probably going to be working early. So yeah, my parents are usually still with us. They leave a few, uh, days Mm -hmm. after, uh, after new year's, uh, usually on the second or something, they'll they'll head back home. So yeah, we. Uh, but I'm at, their kids are at the age now where they're really excited about staying up late. So they'll stay up late now. The f- first few years they tried to and couldn't quite make it, or one of them would be lingering past the, the hour. So yeah, we, we we watch whatever horrible stupid show <coughs> is on. You know, like the last. They're still talking about it last year. Um, it was like Pete Davidson and and Miley Cyrus doing the doing the thing and my, my son was just talking about it the other day when we did a walk it's like oh it's so oh it was so gross man oh because I think they you know they were, they were making you know just <laughs> lewd jokes and stuff and her like top yeah, fell off that- and she like had to hold it like this and like go she was wearing basically nothing performing oh, and oh she, really she yeah. had to like run behind <laughs> the thing and get and my kids were scandalized I'm like yeah, in a few years you won't Maybe mind that as much. See, that's that's the thing is, is just like uh,
1: and I mean I I feel like it's across the board. Is is there, there's no there's no replacement for Dick Clark's New Year's Eve. No, you know what I mean yeah. like that dude was like the king of New Year's Eve until uh, you know until he got sick and and then passed away. And I think I think he kind of passed it on to Seacrest for a while. I don't even know. Like where it is anymore. Like there's no like this is the ball drop show to watch on New Year's Eve anymore. Like the past few years, I I can't even tell you like what what it was. Cause I mean, a lot of people do their own version of it, but there's no gold standard. There's like no no Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve anymore. Yep. You know. Yeah. Even, w- even if there is, I don't know if there is still in name, but it's just like as far as I'm concerned, it's just like I think uh, they do that, still I think do, that's do what it. I, yeah.
0: But I, nobody, you know, really paid that I know—pays attention to it. We don't have cable, so we just watch like whatever we, whatever live stream we can we can find, and then it's like you know them making dick jokes or sex jokes, and the kids are like, "Oh, why would he say that?" <laughs> They're all offended because dick jokes are funny. <laughs> uh, and the balls gonna drop. Balls. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> drop.
0: <laughs> it's funny they like it they like jokes like that when they say it but when when somebody on TV <laughs> says it they're like oh that's inappropriate. Um oh, kids. But yeah, so yeah, we'll do that. We usually make like a nice dinner, you know, like something a, a little bit fancier than a normal dinner, so we'll, you know, grill up some ribeyes and make some, you know, do it like a surf and turf or something and you know like yeah. uh, Jen makes this really good chocolate mousse recipe so she'll make chocolate mousse from Oof. scratch and oh, uh, yeah good. so we do that and just stay up and watch the ball drop and then go to bed
1: yeah I think that's the move you know um, uh, you know a nice dinner some wine some uh, little dessert I think that my, my family has been going more casual with that I want to say that uh past couple of years I want to say we might have done pizza there you go um yeah, just like uh, takeout pizza. Although Mama Matola, she makes us uh, she makes this fantastic grilled pizza. Ooh, like a- uh, of course the the grilling going to be operational in J- uh, the late December, early January. Ain't nobody going outside to grill that.
0: What's the restaurant in Providence that you, was known for the grilled pizza? Why
1: am I? There was um, I, Al Forno. Um,
0: what was it? I think it was Al there Forno. Was, I,
1: yeah. You know what? There was, there was another one that was right on Federal Hill, which I, I don't think is open anymore. But it was. Um, it was like a, it, it had a name like Giuseppe's or something like that, grilled pizza. It was um, it was really good for a little while. I mean, at this point, it was probably like over ten years ago, so I don't, I doubt it's around anymore. But yeah, if you find a place that does a good grilled pizza, it's like um, yeah, it's it's kind of cool. You don't see that everywhere. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, look into it. Yeah, or even just regular pizza. Looking to doing it,
0: a grilled pizza throw. for
1: yeah, throw something in the oven. So. All right, and that's it for this episode of The Food Podcast.
0: <laughs> yes, The Food. Coming to you in 2024 is our long-awaited spinoff. We're going to do a Tesla podcast. The, the Scouche cast. <laughs> and The Food and Podcast. The
1: Food Podcast all is finally coming. All- all of creatively named by the guys who came, who brought you the Deep Purple podcast. Yeah,
0: Jonathan Headland will like, every so often just, just like message me and just say like the food podcast. And <laughs> <It's, like, laughs> made a big impression on him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> one of these days alright folks well thank you so much for listening to us another year and we'll uh, see you in 2024 with a fresh slate of new uh, album reviews and topics and hey if there's uh, something that you're really looking forward to let us know and maybe we can we can get it on the list if it's not already there
1: yeah so um, yeah looking forward to going into uh, 24 with you.
0: alright same here friend have a great right. new, year. new year happy new year happy new year Thank you for listening to the Deep Purple Podcast. If you like what you hear and would like more episodes in the future, please donate on Patreon to support the show. You can also leave us a review in Apple Podcasts to help new people discover the show. You can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for show updates. See deeppurplepodcast.com for more details. Thank you for listening.
1: And he does this every year. I'm like, just send me a link. And he goes, what's a link? (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, I'm going to kill you.